3: Second and goal. Brady pulls it down, now throws it. Intercepted by Curse. And there is a red zone interception for Tom Brady, his first as a Buccaneer.
4: This is
2: BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. From BetQL. welcome back this is becky all daily presented by betmgm aaron hawksworth joe ostrowski and mark Zino with you this morning and joining us on the buythephoenix.com guest line is sam peniotovic Neston sports betting analyst and the host of chicken dinner podcast the phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across america get back to their best in the bedroom visit buythephoenix.com to learn more. Sam, welcome back to the show. Excited to get your insights on this divisional round. We know this Sunday night matchup is set. Cowboys, Niners, and we're seeing three and a halves now. It was pretty much locked in at four. Now we're seeing some three and a halves. Um, what angles do you like in this matchup, Sam?
3: Well, Hawk, uh, first and foremost, I, I really appreciated that, uh, that bump back with uh, Brady throwing a pick. That was just the icing on my very mm. awful-tasting Sunday this weekend. Oh, my God. Like, Brady used to be the guy you could just – you could throw your money on and get out of a hole. Not that I was in a hole or anything, but, like, those days are gone. I mean, that team <laughs> finished this year with four covers. They only covered four times this year, which was the worst yep. in Brady's career. That that stuff. But as for uh, hitting the fast-forward button, I, I think this total is going to – Continue to crawl down. It opened 46.5, just under that key number of 47. And as we all know, 47 is one of the most key numbers in NFL totals. Just under the 47 on the open. And now we're seeing 46 pretty much painted. I think this closes around 45, maybe 44.5. Two really good defenses. And even though Dallas put up a lot of points, and so did San Francisco, this is a big step up in competition for both offenses. These defenses mean business. So I lean under early, but. Of course on a Tuesday there are a lot of things that can change going into the weekend.
4: Yeah, I mean with Wildcard weekend just wrapping up last night. Uh why don't we take a look back at, at what happened? You were, you mentioned you were on Tampa, I was as well. Uh anything else that uh that you learned or maybe you're carrying over into divisional round that you're going to use or you just completely wipe it clean and uh and move forward.
3: You try and wipe it clean. I mean that's That's the challenging part about doing what we do. You know, when you have a weekend where you pick way more losers than winners, and I I did that, and I don't mean to turn this into a therapy session, but, like, I was that guy that bet on the Giants all year. Like, I had them pretty much on a week-to-week basis. I bet them a lot as underdogs, over the win total, make the playoffs. Like, I was Mr. Big Blue this year. And then my smart ass decided, like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to feed the Giants in the playoffs because they're not that good. And – I still don't think they're that good and and the number says that they're they're catching over a uh, yeah over a touchdown against Philly this weekend and they're mm-hmm. they're likely going to lose. but i I sort of outsmarted myself. I, I thought the Giants weren't that good, but turns out the the Vikings defense was what we all thought it was. I mean, this was a team that got shredded by multiple bad quarterbacks. You go from like Thanksgiving to the end of the the calendar year. Mac Jones, Daniel Jones, Jared Goff, Mike White. I mean, they just got shredded by bad quarterbacks. So to see them get shredded again by another quarterback that's sort of average, I, I guess that made sense. But I I think the lesson is, like, you know, don't go against what, what works. And, uh, you know, for all the money that I made on the Giants this year, I was way too willing to flip on them in the playoffs. And, and that's my own fault. Like, I did it to myself. But you have to wipe that clean. You sort of have to erase – Uh, What happened? You you try and learn from it. But, you know, if you if you wallow in a bad weekend, that's when you get in trouble. And that's when these things sort of, you know, flood the valley.
1: Jimmy P Zeno here. Uh, you reminded me when you talked about betting on Brady. You, it might be you're, you're too young for this, but you used to be able to lose your ass at one o'clock in the '80s and bet on the Cowboys and Niners at four o'clock and make it all back. Those days are right. long gone uh, <laughs> for for some of us older bettors. But you know the the Bengals Bills line. I thought the opening was very interesting. Now we're seeing fives come out there. We just saw a sharp drop in the total from 50 down to 48. What side do you want? And what do you is that total drop? You think just weather related earlier this week, earlier in the week?
3: I think both moves that have happened so far this week, Mark, are related to the health or the lack thereof with the Bengals' offensive line. I mean, we were doing a show on Ness and Betts yesterday. We do a, a daily digital show called Lunchline, and at 1 o'clock, that line was like 4 everywhere. And then right when we got off the set, the news came out about left tackle Jonah Williams having a dislocated kneecap. And bam, did that thing fly, Four and a half to now 5. Mm-hmm. And, and that's basically where it's sitting. Westgate has five and a half right now. Um, I know the books are high on Buffalo, but I still don't think the gap is that big. Problem is, you know, the offensive line sort of doesn't get the, the respect in the mainstream media. Like if, if Jamar Chase was out, everybody would be like, oh, my God, the Bengals have no chance. When really, like, it, it's way more important to have three healthy linemen than it is to have one healthy star receiver. Like the the, the combination of left tackle, right tackle, I think is worth like two, three points. And I've had this conversation with several bookmakers, where a guy like Jamar Chase is only worth only only worth a point, point and a half, you know, because you can replace him with another receiver. You can't you can't replace his skill and speed, but you know, there, there's not a big drop off there. That that's the issue. And I think the uh, the experts are expecting Buffalo's pass rush to get home, um, but there's also there's built-in respect for Cincinnati's defense, and I think metrically they're one of the best defenses. You know, not only in their division, but in their conference. They were very solid this year, stingy against the run. And because of all the hype around the Burrow machine and all the weapons at receiver, the defense sort of gets overlooked. I think the the bookmakers are expecting sort of like a 24-20 type final where maybe touchdown drives aren't as, you know, plentiful as they've been in weeks past. And let's also, like, let's not ignore that five of the six games last week went over. I don't think that's yep. going to continue. So when you see these games dropping down... Like, that's respected play betting against what happened last week. And maybe these numbers are just a little too high considering what happened last weekend.
2: Mm, that makes sense. Sammy, what would you bet today? And what are you like, eh, you know, I'm going to wait and see how this shakes out and bet later?
3: Um, that's a good question. I, I think I would take five right now with the Bengals. Um, I have a feeling that, that that's going to probably close around four. Like we saw that initial push on Buffalo, but there will be respected play on Burrow definitely when we get later in the week because I, I think this is going to be a two way market. You know, uh, you look at these games like, like Philadelphia, people laid, like there was a stale seven offshore. They laid it right away, just laying a good number. Uh, Kansas City, you know, that number is going to probably climb closer to like nine and a half, ten. So, I mean, those are numbers you mm-hmm. could grab now. But, but of all the games on the board that I would bet, I would take Cincy because I do think by the time we get to Thursday or Friday, when there's a ceiling on this number, like when it doesn't look like it's going to go any high, like it's not going to six. If, if it goes to six, then the books could get middled if the game were to somehow land five because then all the guys that laid four are going to win and then the people that take six are going to win. You don't want to get middled in divisional rounds. So I, I think taking five right now is cool. And, uh, you know, let's hope that Cincinnati can put together a game plan where they're getting the ball a lot quicker. and and they can find some formidable play on the offensive line. But I don't make the gap that big. Like, I think this game should be three, three-and-a-half. Give ball, give Buffalo maybe yeah. an extra half point for home field. But anything over four-and-a-half, it just feels a little too big, even with all the injuries on that offensive line.
4: Yeah, I see a five-and-a-half out there uh, at the moment. So, yeah, these numbers fluctuating between four-and-a-half and five-and-a-half and five and this morning, even though the, those are some dead numbers. Um, typically, I know you bet sides, sometimes totals, maybe uh, – more so in college basketball. Uh, you hate player props. But what about teasers? I know you're getting interested once in a while, but what I know about you is when everybody's zigging, well, now it's time to zag. Well, we know everybody is going to have their Saturday teaser. It's going to be Kansas City to Philadelphia. So I know you're not gonna, probably not going to fade that, but are you going to get uh, in with everybody else, or is that something, you know what, it's going to go wrong some way. I'm out. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: Yeah, I'm not going to tease those two games. I, I wish, you know, I, I don't wish I was a bookie often, but I wish I was a bookie this weekend. Like, I, that would be, you're right. I mean, every, every account is going to get zapped with Eagles. I mean, Eagles are the most obvious teaser <laughs> leg. From seven and a half down to one and a half. You go through the two key numbers. It's funny, like, you know, five years ago, nobody really knew what a long teaser was. And now everybody, like, my mailman was like, oh, kind of like the Eagles in a teaser. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's telling me, yeah, he read the logic of sports betting once, and he knows everything now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, but uh, at the same time, I don't want to, like, I'm not teasing the Giants up. Like, I, you're I, not fading I, it, I, right. It's clear. Yeah, yeah, like I'm not gonna just go, Oh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna tease the Giants and the Jags. I'll tell you what I I'll tell you what I have already thought about though, when it when it comes to Saturday, and this I'm not really answering the question that you asked, but what am I looking no. for this weekend? I think I think there's a very realistic possibility that Kansas City goes up like seven nothing, ten nothing. At which point, why would I take Jacksonville plus eight and a half when I can probably get them live at like 10 and a half or 11. Like we, we know Kansas City probably off the buy is going to look pretty solid in that first quarter, second quarter. Mm-hmm. So if they go up 14 to three, like I, I feel much safer taking Jacksonville plus 10 and a half, plus 11 and a half. Like I think you can wait on Jacksonville live, get a bigger number, and, and then be more protected against, you know, a double digit play or a double-digit win. So that's what I'm sort of looking at. And then I, I also – I was laughing last night because a buddy of mine goes, I got a huge bet. I'm like, what is it? He goes, I got Brady over half a rushing yard. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, we oh, talked about it? that one yesterday. Yeah, I'm like, No. <laughs> Yeah. He he goes I I have an uncomfortable amount of money on on over a half I'm... a yard. Oh and, no. Yeah, oh no. Yeah. yeah. Oh so, no. So the the whole game, just yeah, just picture him the whole game like run. He's like screaming at the television. Brady finished with no <laughs> yards on one attempt. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh,
4: Sam hates props. He hates them.
2: That's <sighs> <sighs> sad, Sammy my heart is broken this is breaking news for me that you hate props
1: i just want to meet your mailman at this point um sammy you you talked about jacksonville and kc and i said earlier in the show look i just i would never get to the window on kc in this spot it's crazy to believe they've only scored more than 30 points at home once this year they score more points on the road than they do at home I just wonder, and I don't know how much you put this in. how much emotional energy did the Jaguars expend in that comeback that they're going to get smacked in the face? And, And is this a play where I know you talked about live, but I feel like Chiefs in the first half, if I'm under a touchdown here, feels like the right side early on and not worry about the full game spread.
3: I would, yeah, I would much rather lay that in the first half because we have seen over the last couple of years that KC does sort of take its foot off the collective gas in the second half. Um, you know, the big example is last season when they went up 21-3 to against Cincinnati and then just completely fell apart. Um, I think that team will have will have learned from that this year. But, yeah, I feel better about laying five in the first half than laying eight and a half in the game, especially considering how, you know, prevent defenses kick in in the postseason. And, and teams are sort of giving you 10, 15 yards at a time, which – obviously tends to break at the end of the drive, you know, because teams are, teams are throwing the ball more, and then you get that extra down. Like, you know, Jacksonville down by 13 points or whatever in the final couple minutes. Kansas City's like, all right, we're just going to let them throw the ball to the middle of the field, and then that's how the backdoors happen. So, yeah, I, I think you might be on something, Mark. Um, first quarter, too, you know, you can lay three and a half at plus money. I can get 105 right now at a couple shops. I don't hate that. If you want to lay a juicy three, you can do that. But I, I'd much rather go first half, first quarter. Than, than lay full game KC. Because I already said, like, I'm going to be looking at that Jacksonville. Once it gets over 10 live, I, I will be playing on that because I think their offense is, is sneaky underrated.
2: Sammy, while you may hate props, I know you like futures. Uh, any Super Bowl futures that for MVP that you've already placed or anyone you have your eye on?
3: Yeah, well, let me, let me start by saying I don't necessarily hate props. I, I hate uh... when people go, oh. This happened in four straight games, so I love it. Like, that's that's what I hate. Like, the handicap, like, oh, like, I studied football reference for two seconds, and I like this prop. That's what I don't like. Um, as for the futures, uh, I do have I have some Cincinnati at, like, 10-1, to 1, which, again, I'm a little nervous about because of their line. And I've got San Francisco at 550. I, I'm not really in that position where I want to get off that or hedge it yet because, you know, both teams are still alive. I think if I can get them – into the conference championship weekend, I'll I'll get a little creative here. Uh, It'll be tougher with Cincy because they're going to be a dog, likely. Um, You know, if they go to Kansas City, they're going to be catching three and a half, four, if not more. Um, And I I can't wait. Like, I, I hope that football fans get the matchup that we all deserve, and that's San Francisco and Philly in the NFC title game. That would be an amazing football game for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And then for MVP, like, what I what I've done the last couple of years, talk, is I take a team that I like. So I went a little Bengals this year. I played Jamar Chase at sixty to one, and then Joe Mixon around two hundred to one. Obviously, it's it's likely going to be a quarterback, but this is a good way to bet teams you like rather than bet on them to win the Super Bowl. You bet on some of their ancillary pieces. Like I know a guy in Vegas who loves San Francisco. He bet Brock Purdy at fifteen, he bet Debo at sixty, and he bet Brandon Ayuk at one hundred and twenty-five to one. You're basically betting right. on the Niners to win, but you're isolating a player instead of betting on the full team.
4: Sam, we got 30 seconds. Uh, tell the people the two college games you like tonight.
3: Yeah, I lean to Texas Tech. I know that that team is very you know, frustrating when it comes to winning big games, but I think that line move is real against a ranked Baylor team from one-and-a-half to two-and-a-half. I think Texas Tech wins, and I lean a little bit to Iowa State. Texas just not guarding well. And that comes to being, you know, a little loss without Chris Beard. They're just not as good defensively, and they don't make the proper adjustment in-game. But I really do like that first one, Texas Tech, a lot.
2: Sammy, tell your mailman we said what's up. He needs to listen to BetQL Daily. That was Sam Peniotovic, Nesson sports betting analyst and the host of Chicken Dinner Podcast. Um, You can hear him on the buythephoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit buythephoenix.com to learn more. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, remember that Debo Samuel MVP Super Bowl future we told you about at 200 to 1? Uh, Yeah, it's down to 25 to 1. We'll see what other value is out there in the futures market next.
4: We'll be right back with BetQL Daily,
1: presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.